You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's focus on America's team with our friend Mickey Spagnola from DallasCowboys.com. Coast talking Cowboys. Check it out on the Cowboys team channel weekdays here on TuneIn. Mickey, got to start with what would happen on Sunday Night Football in Oakland. Many components to the Cowboy victory, but is that index card moment going to become a part of Cowboys lore? You know, it was funny. We've got a broadcast room, and, you know, for like the past year, there's been a stack of index cards uh, on the table, and they just sitting there. No one's using them, and I was thinking, darn, i got to start bringing those to the game just in case, <laughs> in case the officials need a help. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. That was my first time ever seeing it. I think even the referee had a smirk on his face. But how much is everyone smirking now that Ezekiel Elliott is back and having an opportunity to help this offense out? Yeah, he's back in the building. Uh, got got here uh, yesterday, uh, early afternoon, uh, back in the building today for the team meeting. Uh, they'll have a little uh, walkthrough, uh, kind of a conditioning run and lift. Uh, and then they'll get back into practice tomorrow. So we'll know uh, a little bit more about just how uh, good a shape uh, he is in. Uh, you know, the early reports say uh, vary. Uh, but again, I'll, 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 I'll hold my opinion until I, I actually see him. I mean, he's been gone for 42 days. So uh, that's quite a while to be out of football. The Cowboys certainly are hoping that he's in good enough shape to help them right away. Uh, if you notice, they, they did put him on uh, reserve exempt list, so they have until next Monday to uh, activate him. I'm sure that'll happen by Friday or Saturday. Uh, and uh, if, you know, if he's ready to go, uh, my opinion on it, guys, is just wear him out. Uh, he's got fresh legs. I know he hadn't played in a while. Uh, but I think for a running back, it's a lot uh, easier to acclimate uh, to the game than maybe some of the other positions if you're away that long, uh, especially the quarterback position. Chatting with Mickey Spagnola, DallasCowboys.com, and the Cowboys team channel here on TuneIn. Mickey, I know it's early in the week, but is there any update on the status of Tyron Smith who left the win over the Raiders on Sunday night with a knee injury? Yeah, I think uh, at this point, uh, the best they can – uh, probably expect is he's questionable. Now, I don't know if it's highly questionable, uh, but the thing I keep hearing uh, without them actually saying it uh, is that, well, it was bad enough for him not to complete the game, which means he had to leave. So uh, I think it's serious enough that, yeah, I would say it's questionable. I think the good news was is when he got checked out with x-rays and MRI uh, that there wasn't a torn ACL. Uh, but as nobody's mentioned uh, what degree it might be an MCL. Uh, and as you guys know, even if you have a, a medium-grade sprain of the MCL, that's usually two to four weeks. Uh, so I think that, uh, you know, this could be one of those deals where they try to get him to Sunday. Uh, maybe he doesn't practice uh, and see if he can get in there and, and play in the game. So uh, when Jerry Jones talked about it out of his radio segment this morning, uh, he listed it as questionable. He seemed to be more hopeful uh, for guys uh, like Anthony Hitchens and maybe even Orlando Skandrick uh, with the multiple transverse process fractures that he suffered a couple weeks ago. 
Mickey, I think it's it's okay to say that we all was hoping that we could get to this point where once Ezekiel Elliott came back, that they would have an opportunity to make a run at getting into the postseason. Give me the likelihood that based on what you see through the landscape of the NFC, you see this team having that chance. Well, first of all, the Cowboys have to win their two games. That That's an absolute must. And they need help. Now, if you watched last night, it's like that's what happens when you need help from other people. You know, Tampa Bay kind of teased you against Atlanta because they certainly need uh, the Falcons to lose uh, two more games. Uh, they came close, didn't make the field goal to get the ball, get the game into overtime. Uh, so the Falcons win, and basically the Cowboys cannot get into a tie at ten and six with the Falcons uh, because they would lose the tiebreaker on head to head. So uh, they need them to lose their final two games. They've got New Orleans and Carolina. I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility, uh, but again, that's asking a lot. Uh, and then the other thing that has to happen is Detroit uh, has to lose one of its last two games. Uh, they're playing Cincinnati uh, and then the Packers, and you know who knows if the Packers are going to uh, uh, play Aaron Rodgers or if they're going to pull him for the rest of the season. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they've got to help themselves first, but that that's a lot of help to uh, depend on to get yourself into that last wild card spot. Mickey, beyond the stats, because you watch these games so closely, how would you sum up the body of work put together by Dak Prescott in the six games without Ezekiel Elliott? Well, uh, the three games that he had a healthy offensive line, I would say he did a pretty darn good job. Uh, The three games without him, uh, that he got sacked 14 times in three games, probably didn't play as well. But I think there was a very good reason for it. Uh, you got to do a better job of protecting your quarterback. And not only did he get sacked 14 times, he got hit 19 other times in those three games. So when people tell me, well, he's got to learn to play without Zeke, and he finally figured it out, it wasn't like a light bulb came on. When you're playing without Tyron, uh, uh, Tyron Smith, uh, Zach Martin uh, gets knocked out of more than a half of one of the games. Uh, Lale Collins is trying to fight through back problems, and you don't have your offensive line playing to the level they need to play. I don't care who the quarterback is, probably going to struggle some. Uh, and I think that's what happened. So I see all these stats about it, you know, how few touchdowns he had, how many interceptions he had, but everybody leaves out the 14 sacks. And, and think about this in those first eight games, he was only sacked 10 times. And then suddenly uh, there was an outbreak of sacks. Now, was that because the offensive line uh, was suffering? Was that because Zeke wasn't there? Or was a combination, a bad combination of two? Uh, and I would like to think it's the latter than the former. Chidobe Awuze, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the, the, the young kid coming out of Colorado, the rookie, uh, he's had an opportunity to step up and play uh, in some games. Uh, we saw him against Oakland. He had some great play, made some great plays as far as coverage, coverage is concerned. Give me a take on how excited the coaches are about how he's been able to step up and start playing. Oh, I think they're, they're looking at the guy that they uh, thought they were going to get in the second round. I think they're pretty excited about what he's uh, done so far. And, and truthfully, Cordell, I, I think that was the plan all along uh, to, from the beginning of the season with the exception of 
He missed so much time in training camp with that hamstring strain. Uh, then he came back in, played a, a, a bunch in that second game against Denver, strained it again, and then strained it one more time. So they finally sat him, and the next time they brought him back, he played two games, but it was only at special teams. They didn't want to overdo it. Uh, and then these last couple games, he's gotten out there. And I just think all along the plan was, you know, that left cornerback position is going to be this kid's. And they think, I think he, they thought he could come in and play right from the beginning. You know, and it's not just him. Uh, they've had to play Jordan Lewis a lot with Orlando Skandrick uh, out. Uh, and with Skandrick out, uh, they, and Anthony Brown struggling a little bit. Uh, they use Xavier Woods uh, in the slot. So those three guys were their top three corners in these last two games. And, you know, they, they played pretty well. They need experience. Uh, but to play that many rookies, and I understand what happened on that last series, uh, but in the end, they held the Raiders to 17 points. Uh, and so thought they did a, a, a heck of a good job. Uh, and, and even the, the weeks before, they were forcing everything underneath. They were keeping things from going over their head. Uh, and, you know, maybe they should have gone to that a little bit earlier, except for the injury aspect that all three of them missed so much time in training camp that they, they couldn't get to them all at the same time. But I think they have to be pretty happy about what the future looks like uh, at the cornerback position. Mickey, as always, we appreciate the insights. Thanks for joining us again on the NFL on TuneIn and enjoy the big game coming up on Sunday against Seattle. Good to be with you guys and have a happy Christmas. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.